Have you ever sat down and planned out your week and you're so proud of yourself? You set aside time for this. You have all your appointments noted. You know who's taking which kid to all the things this week. You have plans for dinner, when you're going to run errands. Your work to-dos are organized and you are ready for it all. And then your plans do not go as planned. Someone gets sick, an event gets canceled, someone wants to reschedule, Instacart did not bring the right ingredients, and you're probably salty about it. At least I am. In today's episode, I'm going to offer you some practical strategies to help you deal with the sudden shifts that happen to our schedules and routines, as well as how to cultivate a mindset of flexibility and adaptability so that you can handle unexpected changes in both your personal and professional lives. Let's try easier, y'all. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals playfully and lightly. Let's get started. Before I jump into things, I want to invite you to the Plan Go Plan Facebook community. I'll put a link in the show notes, but you can also just jump onto Facebook, search Plan Go Plan, and join this group. It's absolutely free. In this group, we are going to provide you some support on how to plan. And I have some fun prompts where on Monday, I will give you prompts to help you think about your week ahead. On Friday, I'll give you some prompts to reflect on the week. But if you have issues that come up, you want some feedback on something, this is a wonderful place to do it. Y'all, I want to be able to connect with you. And this was a way that I could imagine that I could do that. So join the Facebook community. It's absolutely free. I want to connect with y'all. May is weird. As someone that's working in higher ed, May is really weird. So we get out of school usually the first or second week of May. And my kids don't usually get out of school until the end of May. So there's these weird weeks where my husband and I are on sort of summer schedules, but our kids aren't. And the university is also kind of weird in May where we're kind of wrapping things up. So we aren't quite into summer mode yet, but the regular meetings aren't really happening either. And so here we are, all of our routines are shifting and changing. And we had kind of a wild week where the kids are wrapping up school, you know, where every day is a different dress up day or you need to pack a towel because they're going to have a water fight. It's so fun for the kids. But as a parent, there's all these things that you need to remember. So I was feeling kind of proud of myself because I had had a really great planning session during the weekend and I 
was ready to take on the week and I had gotten all the bags organized. We were heading out the door right on time and I went to go start our van and our van wouldn't start. We've been pretty fortunate that we've had vehicles that have ran pretty smoothly. So uh, this was a bit of a surprise. So it was like, all right, everyone jump into the other car. I guess we're all riding together. Who's going to pick up who? We had to all of a sudden change our plans. We had to figure out who was going to pick up who during the day, organize all of these things with one car. And I would love to say that it was an easy fix. It sort of was the first time it was just our battery, but then we recognized that our air conditioning wasn't working. All of this is to say we then went another almost week without our van and paid a lot, a lot for repairs. As a planner, I love when I put a plan in place and it goes how I imagined it. I love this because it's, it's rare. It's really rare that things actually happen the way that we plan them to. So how do we keep a level head when our plans change? How do we make sure that that van not starting doesn't make me crabby all day long? How do I bounce back? So I'm going to offer you all some tips that are really practical that will help you adapt when your plans change. But I'm also going to give you a few mindset things too, as well as questions that you can ask yourself. So there's two parts. How do you deal with changing plans in terms of actually adapting but then also just how do we not get grumpy? So change is inevitable. Things are constantly changing. I love in episode 29, I do an interview with my friends, Chris and Angela. And the episode's called Now and Not Yet. And we're talking about what we can learn from the seasons, from nature, in terms of how to live our lives. And Angela talks about how if you pay attention Nature is constantly changing. If you walk by a tree every single day and you just pay attention to it, there's always small little changes happening. And so it helps to recognize that change, as well as disruption, is just part of life. That's not you failing. That doesn't mean that you did something wrong. This is just life, folks. <laughs> My partner, Ryan, he is a department head and he's been in this position for four years. And when he first took it, he was trying to figure out how to navigate all of these new responsibilities, but also what it was like to lead a department full of people. And he has ADHD. And one thing that's really challenging about this job is that you get interrupted a lot. People come in, they have some problems, they might need you to help solve. They might be coming in and advocating for resources that they need. They might just want to chat. He was trying to figure out how does he navigate a schedule because he needed to be able to be present for people that needed him in the department. But also disruptions are really hard for him 
especially with his ADHD. And at one point we were talking and I said, well, Ryan, this is the job. These disruptions aren't getting in the way of you doing the work. They are the work. Let's reframe what you're supposed to be doing every day. And I'll kind of come back to that, but you might also think, whether it's parenting or in your own job, the things that we consider disruptions, my kiddos might come and disrupt me and be like, watch me do ballet. My daughter's really into dancing right now. We, we aren't in dance classes or anything, but we might need to be here soon because she's, she's into it. But like, that's not me being disrupted. That is the work of being a parent, to be present and to like witness her ballet routine. Because change is inevitable, some people think that making plans is futile. Like, why should I make plans if nothing ever goes as planned? I want to emphasize that having clear plans will help you bounce back. It will help you if you have had a disruption or something goes wonky, being able to quickly go, all right, what is needed right now? I already have it written down. I'm just going to look at this and I'm going to get to work makes things a lot easier. But I do think that you do need to recognize that when you make plans, plans are just intentions. They're guides. Imagine when you go on a hike, you want to be able to wander. You want to explore. But you also want a map that will pull you back to course when needed or a trail that you know you can get back to. Your plans are that map or are that trail. You will wander away. That's inevitable. In fact, that's sometimes where the magical moments happen. But when it's time to be back on course, you want to have that trail. So change is inevitable. And because of this, it's really important that when you're sitting down to make plans, that you leave space in your schedule. You might even have a daily time block that's just for putting out fires. So when my husband Ryan and I were talking about his new position, so this you know, was a good four years ago, and how to navigate this new role, one thing that we talked about is, well, could you just have office hours where you let people know, this is when I'm going to be available. This is when you can find me. This is when you can interrupt me so that you're planning for some of those moments or figure out how much time each day you are putting out fires and say, hey, I need to have a two-hour buffer every single day because I know that I'm going to spend at least two hours just taking on whatever, <laughs> whatever lands at my door, right? It is difficult to learn the skill of leaving space in your schedule. That means saying no to some things. It means honoring that space as valuable. It is so important that we leave space in our schedules. So as we're sitting down, how much time do you need? Can you give yourself some buffer? It's also important to have backup plans. So if you created dinner plans for the week and Instacart doesn't deliver you butter, can you keep a few backup easy meals on hand so when 
you don't have the things that you needed to make the meal that you planned, you have a really quick and easy alternative, ready to roll. Another really important thing is to know what you need to recharge after a wild day. What do you need? Do you need to sweat it out? Do you need to grab dinner with a friend? Is it time to read, take a bath? Or do you just need some alone time? It doesn't matter what you do during that alone time, but you need some alone time. You may not get to recharge on the wild day, but you might be able to schedule this recharge time in for shortly after. I think that this is a really important reason why you should have regular, you know, people call it self-care activities on your calendar because you're going to need them because things are going to go haywire. It's really important that you get to know yourself and figure out what the activities are that help you recharge. What does rest look like for you? And how do you put that on your schedule and honor it? Treat it as important as a meeting, as important as getting your kids to school on time. Finally, I think it's important to just learn to let go. Have a set of questions that might help ground you. I really like to ask myself, is this going to matter in five years? Is this going to matter? So when my van doesn't start and I am flipping out because I know I'm going to be late to this meeting that I have scheduled, am I going to remember this in five years? If the answer is no, release it. It's okay. Some other helpful questions that I like to ask myself are, what am I learning in this moment? Where's the lesson in this? What can I be grateful for right now? Sometimes that one's really hard in the midst of chaos and you're like, uh, what can I be grateful for right now? And you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to. But it can be really helpful to train your mind to go to that. Where is my gratitude, right? So with my van, I was like, oh, this is a rare occasion for us because we have been lucky enough to be able to be in a financial position where we've been able to buy vehicles that work. And so this is a rarity. When I was younger, I was always dealing with a car that wouldn't start. Now, this just happens every once in a while, and we did have to go get extensive and expensive repairs, but I could afford it. So what can you be grateful for right now? I also like to ask myself, what am I trying to control that is uncontrollable? Is there something in this moment that I am trying to control that is uncontrollable? And sometimes hard is just hard. I'm just going to be present for this challenging moment. And I'm going to let it be hard. I don't have to be grateful or cheerful about it. I can just say this is hard. And I'm going to move through it. I am a big fan of James Clear's work. And I really, really actually like his newsletter that he sends out weekly. And it was a few weeks ago. He posted... I think this was in his newsletter as well as on his Instagram. And it was the quotation, the person having the most fun wins. The person having the most fun wins. And I love this. Sometimes when things are absolutely chaotic, I like to ask myself, is this going to make a good story? Can I find delight in the chaos of this? 
this isn't always called for. Uh, a few weeks ago, I lost a loved one. Um, my aunt Shirley passed away and she was a really unique and amazing human and someone who I grew up around and spent a lot of time with. And she was playful and quirky and she was 79, but um, still had these amazing childlike qualities to her. And her passing away was really unexpected. I learned while I was driving to meet some friends, um, some coworkers for an end of the semester celebration. And I sat in my van and I was like, okay, what, what am I going to do? I don't think that I'm in a place where right now I can be present for the celebration. I wasn't going to find delight or be the person that was having the most fun in that moment. That moment was calling for me to grieve. And so I called my sister and I, I drove back home and I cried. And we were supposed to go to a carnival that night with the kids. And I wanted them to still get to do it. So my husband took them, but I decided to stay at home. And I think I watched a crappy movie and I just was present in my grief the most that I could be. Sometimes hard is just hard. And what that moment calls for is for you to grieve. Sometimes the thing that you should be showing up for is precisely the thing that you didn't plan. That is the moment that matters. That conversation with my sister was what mattered. It wasn't what was planned, but it was what mattered. Being off course is the path. As working moms, you are flexible. You are adaptable. How do I know this? I know this because you you can't be a working mom and not practice adapting every single day. Living lives with other people requires adaptation. Sometimes in small ways, sometimes in big ways, sometimes in our personal lives, sometimes in our professional lives. I wish for you a mindset of flexibility. I wish for you confidence when your plans change that you can and you will adapt gently and generously that you might see shifts in your schedule as possibilities and not as life going off course, but life offering you an adventure. And that when things are hard, the real hard stuff, to give yourself space to let it be hard, to honor that, and to know that things will change again and maybe the next change will be easier. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.